Hello and uh, welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Uh, at Center for Victory, we're here to unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through uh, personal and professional development. My name's Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer at the Center for Victory. Uh, with me today is uh, a absolute wonderful dude, um, one of my favorites. Uh, Mr. Connor, uh, he's here today. He's going to be talking. We're going to be talking about team vision today. This month, we've been talking all month about vision, setting goals for the new year, 2020 vision. I've asked him to come on. He's got a great and awesome story uh, uh, about goals he set a long time ago when he was younger, how they've come to fruition, but also the adversity that went with them and then and the ups and downs. So we're gonna get into it. Uh, and before we get uh, going here, Connor, I just wanna fill everybody in. I've known you and your family for quite a long time. So I've seen you grow up and um, wa watched you do what you do so well. Um, and, and you just have a great family. But I've known you for probably five or six years and, and you were very young uh, when I got to know you. And you had, uh, I guess you had the, I want to say the ambition to, to say, hey, look, Ma and Pa, can I, can I work a little bit with Eric on some things? And we started our coaching relationship when you were a freshman. Today, you're 18, you're a senior, yeah. uh, and, and things are really good and good. Um, but can you go back to when you were a freshman and just give us the you know, we, we sat down when you were – so you would have been, what were you, 14, 15? 14. 14 when we started. That's pretty cool, man. Um, we sat down and we talked about vision and some goals. You remember some of those goals from, from then? Remember we had the, uh, a few easy ones, like, you know, get down to a five minute mile and, uh, you know, beat the old man in golf a couple times. But uh, the big one was uh, play division one lacrosse and, you know, find a home, uh, you know, for, for college. And I don't know, ever since I was three or four and picked up a stick for the first time, uh, it's always been a dream with dream of mine. Um, I mean, sitting, sitting down and shooting in the backyard, you just, you know, visualize yourself at M and T bank in the final four one day, just, you know, shoot and score and the crowd going wild. So it was always a huge dream. And it was definitely when it got to high school, it became a little bit more serious with the recruiting process and, you know, talking to coaches and really figuring out what you want to do. So that was, that was the big one freshman year. And that, that kind of stuck with me uh, even till today. Uh, yeah. So that, those were a few, but that was the big one. Yeah, that was a big one. And you had, uh, you had some, some big academic goals there, which you've, you've also at this point in time gotten real close in, uh, in achieving. Um, and, and that's, that's even more difficult for you. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that as a jab at you. I mean, that's, it's tough for me too, but yeah. um, you know, the athletics to, to both of us come a little bit easier. It's where we have to put the preparation and hard work in the classroom in. Uh, but, but going back there, it wasn't so much. I just remember, I didn't know all of your ability at that time. Now I know I've seen you play, watch you play. Um, get excited when I get to come see you play. Um, but you know, there was a lot of really mindset that you had to get through. Uh, just you said a little bit about seeing yourself there. You know, what were some of the things in your mind if you could? And again, I want you to speak not just 
to everybody, but more specifically to, to kids that might be saying, hey, look, I don't know if I can do this now. This is a lot of work. What do I need to do? What were some of the ups and downs just in your head? Not Let's not talk about that physical piece yet because I want to yeah. share that later. But yeah. mentally, do you remember some of the ups and downs that we had to go through? I remember, uh, I, I mean, the big thing was, I think, just kind of really letting go and just kind of playing. I think at times I would hold back and kind of be tentative, didn't want to make mistakes and, uh, you know, didn't want to be the guy who like screwed everything up. Um, but I mean, looking back on it and, and where I am now, it's, uh, you just got to let loose and play. And then another thing I was just, I think I was a little bit comparing myself to other kids, which is, uh, it wasn't good. I mean, they're on different paths. They're doing their own thing. Everyone's different. And I was kind of looking at what they had. Maybe they committed already or, you know, we're putting up three goals a game. And I was wondering why, why am I not doing that? Am I not good enough or stuff like that? So I guess getting down on myself was one thing and, and then just being tentative and not really letting loose and playing was the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the big thing I remember because that, that was something that was big for me when, when I was your age of, um, you know, again, I had some pretty good coaches that pulled me aside and said, hey, look, stop being so serious. Stop thinking about it. Just have fun. You know, stop not being a goofball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you can have fun. You have fun all the time. When you get too serious, that's when you start thinking about it. Like, just rely on your natural talent. And, you know, that's you, too, right? I mean, you're, you know, we, we joke in our coaching all the time. It's back and forth. We're razzing one another. It's not serious, serious all the time. Like, you're not, not, not doing that, yeah. right? Um, but really having, having fun. Um, you, you've had to be disciplined and focused, no doubt, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, if you want to be good at anything, and you know this as, as well as anyone, uh, you got to stick to your guns and just do your own thing, and you just got to keep working, working, working. I mean, like you said, there's always time to have fun, but – now, there's also a time where you just got to, you know, put your head down and just do the work and just get through it. Definitely. Yeah. The other thing that was good that you did too, Connor, that we, we worked through was uh, noticing, Hey man, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I might, I want to go to, to a D one school and play lacrosse. Um, but that's not the end all be all. We had to look big picture. It's like, okay, I want to get there. I want to get a good academic uh, education so I can do something out in the world that's just like lacrosse, that's fun, that's, that, that I can love, that I can do the rest of my life and really have not just a, a job, but a career, something I'm passionate about. Definitely. Yeah. So that was a, yeah, a lot of conversations about all that stuff. It's bringing back good memories, but yeah, yeah it's definitely well, true. Do you remember one good memory? And we still talk about it to this day. And in the last coaching call, um, I'm reminded of the last coaching call we had is you reminded me of it again. And it's, I think it's going to come to fruition uh, in the next year or two. Do you know what I'm talking about yet? Are we talking about the, the 40 yard dash or the wrestling match? No, not that. I'm talking about you telling me years ago that you're going to come and intern here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the all-star intern in about two years or so. So <laughs> you'll see me up in PA at some point. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, as I see it now, four years ago when we started, I can really see it coming to fruition in the next year or two, which will be fun. And we get to do, we'll get to do more of these together. No doubt. Um, 
it all, ha you know, you're, you're def you definitely, so the, you know, if you haven't caught on yet, Connor has signed a, a, a D1, onto a D1 school. He's going to be playing lacrosse at a Division One school. Um, so he's reached that goal. He's reached some other ones too academically. He's, you know, physically he's done that. But along the way, as we said, uh, you know, it's been up and down mentally. Um, but you, you had a, a significant, significant physical thing happen to you or drawback happen to you uh, a while ago. And um, I want to talk about that because a lot of times people, when they set vision, they're like, well, everything's going to be fine. If it's not fine, then I just, I'll give up. And, and, you know, you didn't give up. You had a lot of support from your family, but um, you were diagnosed with Crohn's. I was. And uh, it, it wasn't fun. I mean, uh, when we were going through that, we were talking with your parents about what to do. I mean, you couldn't play. Um, and, and it wasn't just, a, you know, I don't know if there's a difference between a little bit of Crohn's and a lot of bit of Crohn's. I mean, this yeah. was significant. I mean, you, you would, you know, you'd be running off the field in agony, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right to the porta potty, yeah. Yeah, and and that was pretty significant. And working through all that, um, can you just speak to a little bit about that adversity and some of the doubt that you had, and and some of the triumph that you had with it too? Because you battled back through it. You had a, you know, your 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 family really supported you through that. And and what happened? Because you you got through that, um, and have been, you know pretty much symptom free without medication. So can you tell us a little bit about that, a little bit about that journey? Uh, so I was diagnosed, I think, I wanna say last November, so almost a year ago, officially diagnosed, but I've been, I had been having symptoms pretty much from earlier that spring of 2018 and then just continued through the summer. Um, and for division one coaches and lacrosse recruiting, there, they installed the rule. So the rule was you were not allowed to talk to a college coach until September 1st of your junior year. So at the time I was a sophomore, uh, no, maybe it was two years ago I was diagnosed. Uh, I was a sophomore and pretty much that spring was huge. And then that summer was big if you, you know, for committing and, you know, getting recruited. And so I remember the spring I started getting symptoms during the game uh, it wasn't too bad. Easily could work through it. And then that summer, it was all, I mean, I would, I would score a goal and then run to the bathroom. Uh, physically, it just took everything out of me, all the liquids. I was dehydrated. I felt like crap. I wasn't playing my best lacrosse. Um, and, you know, that was like really bummed me out because, you know, playing lacrosse, I love it. It's what I love to do. And playing Division One and getting recruited was the biggest goal for me. And to see all these college co coaches on the sideline, uh, you know, writing down notes and then, and then you, know, you know, recruiting players and committing them was really tough. And I knew I wasn't playing my best lacrosse, but it was, it was really tough to see that and just kind of keep the faith in everything. But um, my mom got in touch with a nutritionist after, after I got diagnosed. And um, most people who are diagnosed with Crohn's will – will take a medication, it's called an infusion, and they take it, they get it monthly, and it just pumps you with drugs, and it just pretty much, like, stops you from having, uh, I guess, it kind of lowers the inflammation in the gut, um, but that's not 
fixing the cause. It's just kind of like a bandage. So we started doing a diet. Uh, I can't have gluten, dairy, or sugar. So my life just kind of got flipped upside down. I had to restart everything. I couldn't eat anything, uh, you know, cheeseburgers or fries or a milkshake. Uh, none of that. I had to stay really, really uh, dedicated and just stick to my guns in this diet, which was really tough. But I've been on it for almost a year and it's just been awesome. I'm almost, you know, all the, all the symptoms are away. Um, I feel great and have a lot of energy and everything's just worked out. So it's, it's great. And we've, we've kind of fixed uh, the problem in the gut. So much better mood too. You, you used to get really moody during those times. I mean, and you did too, but you didn't have an excuse. So um, <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, no, it was very tough. Um, just socially not being able to eat anything or, or do yeah. anything. And, and just the crosswise, just, just continue to wait and wait and wait for your goal. Yeah. Uh, that was probably the biggest thing, but it all worked out. It's all good. Yeah, and there's some other things that you've really been disciplined with too. And I mean, it just, so, so people set goals and they set a vision and then they stop doing it. There's not a lot of discipline. You've really done a lot of other things in our time together. Um, you've digested numerous books, right? I, don't, I, yeah. I was trying to think about it before this. I don't know how many books we've, we've gone through because we hit them pretty hard in the summer too. We yeah. actually celebrate in the summer. And then you're still reading oh, yeah. into your, even when we're doing academics. So you're, you're finishing a book. Now we're on track. We finish a book, uh, one book a month, right? One book a month, yep. Book a month. And then you've also uh, created your vision board years ago. I have. So it's actually up in my room. I, I hung it over my door. It's the last thing I see before I, I go to school or leave my house, which is pretty cool. Just you look up and you just kind of see what you want. It just kind of revamps you and gets you excited for the day. So it's definitely nice to have up there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot because I didn't ask you this before, but I'll ask you if you don't have an answer, that's okay. I just wondered if there was a book out there that you would recommend uh, other kids your age to read that you really got absolute. I know you've gotten a lot out of the ones we've read, uh, but what, what was the one that impacted you the most? I'm blanking on the name, but it was definitely, I think we read it a couple months ago. It was the one where it's like, the, the one where it talked about like staying focused, I no, guess. Stay focused. Yeah. That, I mean, for me, I'm always, I'm always a guy who doesn't like to sit still and just kind of move around. And in school, I'm just kind of, you know, sometimes I find myself dazing around or looking around and not really paying attention. And even, you know, with your goals, just it's Saturday morning and you don't want to go lift or shoot, but you know that you have to, because it's just something you got to do in order to keep going, getting closer. Uh, but that book really helped me. Um, just kind of giving me tips and tricks and, and just kind of reinstilling, just staying on track and not deviating from the plan. Uh, so that's probably the, the biggest and most influential book that I think we've read. Definitely. Yeah. Very good. Um, you, you, you talked a little bit about your mom and, and her ability. I mean, when she gets focused, when she gets focused oh. on something, <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's all in and, and she's the, the epitome of focus when she wants something, something done. And, you know, she had to do things unconventionally. 
but talk about your parents overall because they got you the support. They got you the coaching, obviously, with me. Um, talk about what their support has meant to you in forms of, you know, have you shared, and I know the answer to this, but share it with everybody else. Have you shared your goals with them and how important that is to be able to do that stuff? Definitely. Um, you know, they're awesome. My mom especially is, you know, like you said, just when she, when she wants something or, or I want something, she's the first one to, to stand by my side and help me. Um, especially with, with the, with the Crohn's, you know, it was a big adjustment for me. Don't get me wrong, but even bigger for her, she had to find all the supplements and pills I had to take and, and switch the diet and everything up. And, um, you know, she, uh, she would stay up God knows how long till 12 helping me send out emails to coaches about what tournaments I'm going to be at or introducing myself or sending tape and stuff like that. Um, she would make my highlight tapes and everything. So yeah, she definitely was, was in the loop with my goals and she knew everything and she 100% supported me and stood by my side and, and, uh, helped me every step of the way, which I'm, I'm really grateful for. And my dad too. Um, He's just, I don't know, it's, I'm really fortunate with my parents. He's very supportive, comes to every game, would, you know, throw the ball, throw the ball around to me, would stand in the, in, the, uh, in the backyard and just feed me so I could, you know, take step-down shots. Or, or he would do a fake slide and I'd have to, you know, adjust my body and, you know, take a good shot or make another move. So they've both been, been there for me 100% of the way. And, uh, you know, have really, really helped me kind of navigate high school and navigate the college process and recruiting and, and just everything in between. So I'm very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the, the last thing I'd say about that, it, you know, it was really cool because you just signed a, what was that a couple, a month or two ago? I did. Yeah. Um, what was cool is your, your whole family came together, your brothers too. Your yeah. one brother actually drove what, yeah. four hours Drove four hours. I think I signed Friday morning. So he left class, got in his car, drove all the way from West Virginia to Maryland, and then uh, was there for me in the morning and then actually stayed for that and then drove back. And little Luke, uh, <laughs> he's the man. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a little fireball, but, you know, he's awesome. Very supportive, always at every game, cheering me on. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah, and um... – you know, the last thing I want to talk about, and, and people have heard it from me a lot, and they heard it last month because our, our theme last month was all on giving. Yeah. Uh, the, there, there is huge power in giving. Your family are, uh, has always been big givers, um, and you found a lot of relief mentally from when going through all your Crohn's. You didn't stop giving of yourself. What have you found powerful in giving of yourself? And, and speak a little bit about that to us, please. Um, well, I just like, you know, helping others out. I always have, whether it was in third grade, helping a kid do his math. I'm no Einstein, but you know, back in the day I was pretty good at math. So I was able to help some kids, but, uh, no, I've, I found this, I found this program called the bridges program. My, uh, I think it was my counselor sophomore year or freshman year told me, uh, told me about the program. It's a, it's a program for inner city Baltimore students from ages, I think from fourth grade, fourth grade to 12th. Um, and they, they come to uh, St. Paul's in the summer 
and they have like a five week program where, you know, they, they have classes in the morning. So they'll have math and uh, English in the morning. And then um, they have like, I don't know, free time kind of where they, they play, they have PE, they do arts, um, they can go swimming, stuff like that. So it's a summer camp, but I, I started, uh, I started helping out there. I want to say summers of my sophomore year and I've done it uh, sophomore, junior, and I'm planning on doing it this summer too. Um, but yeah, I go in, I'm, I'm a counselor. So I'll, you know, sit in their classes and if they have questions, I'll help them out and, you know, I'll walk them to, to class to class or walk them to, to breakfast, lunch or the pool. And it's just, it's awesome. You, you can play sports with them, swim with them. You just really get to know them. So and it's a big investment because it's all day. Yeah. So it's, it's from, I get there at seven thirty in the morning and, and there till five. So it's, it's definitely a jam packed day. Yeah. So, uh, the, you know, there's definitely power in giving back. So thanks for sharing that. As we wrap up, Connor, um, if you could think about somebody your age or, or, or even speak to the, to, the, to the 13, 14, or 15-year-old out there that, that's kind of saying, I don't know if I should do this, I don't know if I should do that. They have a lot of passion around something. What are, what are three or four tips that you could give somebody, especially your age, um, to say, hey, look, this is what you should do to, to go out and, and do what you want to do? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the big thing is stick to your guns. Um, especially in high school, people are going to be doing things that, you know, aren't the best and they're maybe not making the best decisions, but you got to stick to your guns and, and do things that will help you and get you to where you want to be. Uh, that's definitely a big thing. And, and I guess another thing is, you know, don't be afraid to, to do things unconventionally and go against the wave of what other people are doing. Um, I mean, if you want to, if you love something, you're going to make the time to do it and you're going to want to do it and you want to do your very best at it. And if, if you're doing things that aren't good or aren't helping you get there, there's, you know, just drop it. There's no point in doing it. So I guess just love what you do, do your best and uh, work, work your butt off until you yep. get there. Very good. All right. That's great stuff. I really appreciate that. I'm going to end it with this quote. Um, it says, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. And uh, I think that's just sums up what we've been talking about, Connor. I mean, it wasn't a perfect ride for you. There were lots of ups and downs in your mindset, but you had this physical thing that came on. Uh, but I just want to thank you um, for being amazing because you're a cool dude. Uh, even though you're a Caps fan, I still love you. I bet it killed you to say that, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But, um, you know, that's all for today, folks. Thanks for, thanks for watching and listening. And make sure you, you leave uh, this video a like and leave a comment down in the comment section. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button as well and the bell icon to get notified uh, when we post next. Uh, if you'd like more information, you can visit us at centerforvictory.com. Um, maybe we can have you back later, Connor. I'm sure people Definitely. would like to hear more of your story. Uh, but we end it with this, folks, and by saying uh, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make sure you make this your best day yet. We'll see you later.